booth, 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 you know, so yeah. could set in and pretty And it's true, quick. you could lose your reference point really easy. Particularly when you hear some stellar stuff, you know, you're right. going to hear some stuff you never heard before and it's like, now you're lost. You're in a maze, basically. end of this month there's another can jam happening in the world yeah london united kingdom oh wow england great britain it's got a lot of names for that they do country. Yeah. <laughs> very great i don't know which one they prefer but i call it the uk but in london they're having a can jam at the end of the month it's uh, saturday sunday i guess it's the 30th and 31st so uh hopefully uh, a lot of people get to attend and check out the goodies because those shows usually have the best of the best. And I think uh, uh, Rune, Rune Labs is going to have a uh, uh, probably a Diana headphone or one of our headphones on the Lena stack, the new DCS Lena stack, mm -hmm. yep. which will be a good listen if you get a chance. You get to use Rune Labs. Mm. Yeah, they have those big, giant touch screens at the last Oh, uh, yeah, those were nice. Yeah, it's like they really stand out. It's like yeah, this where do they big. get those things from? Yeah, it's I don't like, know what those are. It's like commercial product that like you'd stick on them. Yep. You know, stick in a department store to pick the clothing you wanted. Mm. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, yeah, check out Rune Labs booth. And um, I think TNA booth might have a headphone of ours. I don't know. Um, oh. But you could always check. Uh, yeah, just walk around. If you see an abyss, listen to mm. it. <laughs> ah. So anyway, end of the month. Be there, London. Um, on that note, uh, we want to remind everyone that uh, before our Can Jam, which was earlier this month, we did a video on... Um, um, things to look out for when doing a trade show or things to think about before doing a trade show. And it had to do with, you know, cleanliness and all this stuff. But anyway, it's a good watch. It's a good, a lot of people really teed us up on it. So uh, we'll put a link below this one. So check it out. If you're going to that show, it's a good idea and you haven't seen our video because we've been doing shows for decades now. Have a watch. It gives you some ideas to the pitfalls and what to look out for and yeah. wash your hands and all that stuff. And on that uh -huh. note... Um, today, we figured we'll talk about um, why is it that like when you go to one of these shows that sometimes you come away either liking or not liking the product. And usually it's the opposite of what you thought, right? You go in and you're like, oh, I'm looking for it. I really like this. And then you go, oh, I didn't like it. Hmm. Or vice versa. Oh, I didn't, I'm not going to like this, but I'm going to try it anyway. And wow, this is really good. <laughs> and we've seen both reactions at shows. Yeah. Yep. You know? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons for it, and unfortunately, it just adds a bit more to the drama of high-end audio. Sometimes you hear something, and you're wowed at a show, and maybe you even buy it, or you consider buying it in the future, and then eventually you buy the thing, you get it home. It isn't what you expected. It isn't what you recall it being. And alternatively, we've heard of many people that didn't particularly like something at a show. They heard it later, and it blew them away. So what causes these big differences? And sometimes you get large discrepancies. Well, I know one of the probably main things is you're looking forward to seeing something, you know, building it up, building it up, and then it could never, you know, hit that expectation <laughs> of what you think. Of. You're yeah, like, I'm right. going to love this. Yeah. And then when you actually hear it, you're like, eh. And I think that ha I, I've had that happen a lot. You know, you're like, I think this is the perfect thing that I'm looking for. And then you hear it and you're like, eh, you know. It's that so. preconceived notion in the brain situation yeah. where you've, you know, you're kind of like, like you already got it figured out. You think you got it figured out. 
till you go touchy feely. It. Mm. It's like, oh, it's not what I thought it would be. And yeah, that's why I usually get wowed by things you didn't even expect to like because you weren't, you know, you come in with no expectation and you're like, oh. On top of that, though, present, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah, that can happen, but there's issues with shows. And unfortunately, I've seen quite a few instances where a vendor that happens to be showing a headphone or an amp or something that you're interested in, that's not something they're super familiar with. That's not something that's their primary thing that they deal with. They just happen to be using it to show something else off. And the trouble there is they might not be particularly familiar with what it needs. And we've seen this many times. People are showing a headphone with an amp that is not a good pairing or they have it as a good pairing and then ends up people start moving things around and they have a weird configuration. Somebody bumps a gain switch or changes a setting somewhere and it sounds bad. And the people running the booth don't notice this for a period of time. Yeah, you do get people that make uh, rash judgments at shows too. And that's part of the pitfalls of a show is you got to be careful. I know people said that about their, I know I didn't even think about this, but uh, people were going up to our stuff at uh, a few months, a few weeks ago at our show and they're they're purposely raising the volume to see how loud the amp will play, and it's like you know, and, that, and that's their gauge for how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that works, except uh, we kind of outsmarted you on that one because we purposely had the DAC output lower so that people weren't a going deaf, b blowing things up, c distorting. So we purposely used the lower gain setting on a DAC rather than higher gain, so we weren't allowing people to overdrive and drive an amp to its limits. And then people go, oh, it's not powerful enough. Well, it's not really true. You you didn't ask anybody. If you came in and go, hey, I want to hear how powerful this amp is. <laughs> well, All right, hang on. We'll go. We know the gear. We'll go over. If you know the gear, we'll go over and we'll say, okay, we'll put the deck on, you know, six volts out or whatever versus two. You know, have at it, <laughs> right? Knowing that they're not going to damage our headphone with it. Mm. But, I mean, a lot of times there's set limitations that the booth, if you're experienced, the booth personnel has already set that up for a majority of people so they can't damage something, can't hurt something, because again, we're at a show. And if you damage something at a show, you're usually screwed. That's something no longer is playing, right? It's a complicated balance. You want them to have a good showing, but you also try to make it as easy to use as practical and minimize the likelihood somebody uh, inadvertently changes something that causes issues for someone down the road. And of course, people are changing gear and swapping things around, so that causes other issues and concerns you need to be worried about. Yeah, that happens about once an hour. But it happens a lot. We see all the time we see people leave our table or the tables around us, and they get a bad impression for whatever reason. And the curious thing is, more often than not, the reasons, the foundation for this poor judgment, okay, I shouldn't say that, this, this critical analysis of the product is typically because of things that are invalid they're making assumptions on right. things. right they're assuming that it was set up to do that and it wasn't yeah. you know it's kind of like testing something and going i'm going to test this to see how much power to put out but you don't check the wall out to see if it's got 125 mm-hmm. volts or whatever it's put out right you're running and it's it's summer and it's 110 so now the amp is crippled by 10 percent of the power <laughs> and you're and you're actually making measurements well, and you go oh the manufacturer lied because it's not putting out the power they said well maybe you're you're, you're, you're low voltage going in well one of the worst things i ran into is it must i don't know how long it was going on for but someone's like this doesn't sound right and i'm like uh well we didn't change anything and i looked and there was someone someone changed the eq settings and like cranked like oh, the yeah. bass on my like, so it much. must have been happening for like a m- multiple right. people here and i think we covered a lot of this on we our did. earlier video with yeah. uh, you know uh, about how to 
how to how to how to deal with going to trade shows or if you're new yeah. at going to trade shows watch this yeah so but yeah but the bottom line is we should key in more on okay so now you know all that you're going in you got you got a foundation say you go you understand okay maybe this setup's optimized maybe it ain't maybe these people at the booth know what they're doing maybe they don't <laughs> right we well, don't know the thing is it shows some people get stuff for the first time so they're hearing it with their stuff or whatever for the first time so they don't really you know they up oh, it works you know so there's yeah. never like any testing optimization or anything sometimes. i think you just might be used to something and that's the other problem is you, you know you're used to a certain that's sound a with whatever it is and you're expecting but if let we got to assume that you're coming in and you, you didn't never heard this thing before and you're making a rather rash judgment based on a short period of time with it whatever it is whether it's the amp or the DAC or the headphones what and that's the thing too right people tend to come in looking for a particular item yeah you know and they're hearing it they're listening to a system but they're judging the item that they're interested in. Yeah, that's a curious and one. How do you separate them? Yeah, how do you know that's what yeah. you're really hearing? Well, someone did say that at, at the in Chicago. They're like, "Well, I don't know what part of this is making this good, but I like the whole thing." You know, so <laughs> how much? Yeah. I know this yeah. is always pretty much everything I always say, but it is extraordinarily difficult and way more complicated than people expect to judge something at a show. That's not to say they don't have value. I think shows probably are the best bet, but. You really still need to have an open mind, even after hearing it at one booth. And typically, if you get a good experience, that's a good sign that tells you the system can sound good or this hardware can sound good. Doesn't always mean it always will sound good. And if you get a bad experience, oftentimes that can mean less than a good experience. And that's the difficulty. You need to understand, is this actually set up in a way that I would use? Is it, did it sound bad because of negligence or incompetence or some sort of misconfiguration? Or is it bad just because it is bad? And it's yeah. very difficult to know the difference. We've been doing this long enough that what you learn is you need to, you need to have multiple experiences and you average it out. Pretty much, yeah. You take the average of them. And, you know, you might find that you'll find that there's usually an outlier. And the outlier could be good or bad. But, you know, if yeah. it's good, great. That's the way you go. If it's bad, then throw it out it's not valid something was wrong Probably, going on wrong yeah. there you know and whatever it might be so the yeah. systems can be very complex at shows and more often than not it's very hard as an intendant to make sure your system's always sounding good because you could be talking continuously there really isn't time when you have a line to say oh no don't put that on let me try and spend 30 seconds with it and make sure yeah. it's working properly and check settings it's just impractical Yep. Sometimes it's just like yeah. Yeah, it's just, just turning through, and so you get like ten checking. people that get a bad showing. Yeah. Right, and then somebody like, publishes something online. Yeah, someone put it to low gain or something right. and switch it back. That's the thing. If you're gonna do something like that, put yeah. it back when you. Like, I never right. thought that people were judging this. The first time I, th I never ran into that where people are judging the power of an amp by how loud it'll go. Yeah, that was a newer thing. <laughs> it's a new yeah. one. People always like, oh, kind of It's pretty do that. good. It's a pretty yeah, good idea. Yeah. I would have done the same thing, but I never thought about it. It's misleading, but people yeah. were doing that with some amps more than others. And the curious thing is it almost always depends on the volume of the knob, like the relative position of the volume knob. It has right. nothing to do. Like they'll hit a point yeah. where it's playing loud enough, and then they observe how much is left. Right. And that's the perception of power to a lot of people. Well, that which was, is not was, really a good way to do it. Yeah. It definitely screwed with a few people, in particular with like 11 Audio, since yeah. the, the, it starts here, right? Yeah, right. 11. Like, yeah. is this where it yeah, starts? The yeah, the start start yeah. so the volume's all the way up, but it's actually only like a, yeah. a quarter volume or something. That's true. Yeah, Normally you're confusion. at like the 7 o'clock or yeah, so position to start. You can't look at it. And theirs is at like yeah. 11. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thunk? Right. But, you know, it, it's all relative, though. I mean, the reality of it is, I mean, you know, if you're if you're listening to this stuff 
you got to consider the headphone on the system too. If the headphone's extremely low um, uh, efficiency, like ours is, of course you're going to be at the. You're, almost every amp's going to be at the top of the range. Unless well, that's the way it's going to work. Yeah. Because there ain't a hell of a lot of amps that well, are bigger I than mean, that. You know, if you think about it. So you got to consider what you're listening, what headphone you're using. You know, if you threw a high fish headphone there, you'd crack the knob on some of these amps. So right. you got to consider what you're using for a headphone. Well, it is kind of nice with headphones, though, at least instead of like speakers, is that people like bring their headphones and then they could try it on the system. So at least you know what that sounds like with your current reference. Right. You that know? is a really good thing. So that, that's, yeah. yeah, that negates one factor. If you're looking at amps. Yeah. Or, well, but, if you're or, or the other way, too. If yeah. you have a headphone, oh, people true. bring their portables, you know, right. higher one power of the biggest issues tends to be people being comfortable with this different product. And like it's oftentimes a physical thing. You physically feel uncomfortable with a different headphone on your head if you're very used to another headphone. And it could be harder for you to get accommodated with the sound to really understand what the changes are if it feels different than you're expecting or you're used to. Um, so having a headphone that you're comfortable with so you could kind of like re-level yourself and kind of like bring your reference back with you, I think that's super helpful. Well, that's true, especially with the we talked about in the other video with about fatigue. Yep. And it happens within a few hours usually or, or less, depending on how, how well, easily you're fatigued. Well, that's the thing at a show, just booth, 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 you know, so yeah. it could set in and pretty quick. And that's true. Quick. You could lose your reference point really easy, particularly when you hear some stellar stuff. You know, you're right. going to hear some stuff you never heard before, and it's like, now you're lost. You're in a maze, basically. Well, what if your headphones at home, the pair that you're super familiar with, are kind of average? And then you hear a bunch of systems back-to-back that are spectacular, it can be really hard to weed out the differences between them. How do you know which one's better? Usually what people will do is the last one you listen to is the best. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, That's kind of how good. It, yeah. <laughs> if the, you listen to a few in a row that are excellent, usually the last one tends to be the best. Yeah, right. You well, have to go back around. It is the yeah. one you remember. It was the last one. Yeah, well, it's like, well, the third one, which one was that? You know. Well, yeah. that's that That comes back to that whole average requirement where you need to do multiple listens. And even even if you go back to the same system the next day or hours later. It could later, different, yeah. You know, just so, okay, let's try this again. If it, see if it does the same thing for you that it did the last time, good or bad, mm. you know. I mean, maybe the set, maybe they corrected the setting by then you went there, oh, this ain't the way I heard it before. Yeah, we get that sometimes, you know? yeah. yeah. Somebody messed something up, we didn't notice it, and we don't know how long it was like that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give it, you gotta give it a yep. second, a second chance, usually, if something's wrong, you know, don't just say it's wrong because well, it's wrong because it was. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't ask. I mean, that's the beauty of having people there who hopefully know what they're doing is say, hey, you know, I'm hearing this or I'm not hearing this. What do you think? Is, that, is there a well, problem? Well, the biggest issue with that from my perspective is a lot of people are a little concerned to say something like that because sometimes the booth attendance can be very rude. Well, that's true. That's the trouble. Well, I, I ran it the first time I've ever seen this, the booth next to us, um, ZMF. Um, they had a tube amp, and the the one guy was listening. He's like, uh, "This doesn't sound right." And it turned out one of the tubes failed on the on the amp. It's like, <laughs> Jeez. so the one channel was all like, you yeah, know, distorted, Wonky. yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Hopefully, we have more tubes." And they well, did. See, but. Well, I mean, and a, anyone who's showing stuff should appreciate the fact that somebody finally told them. Yeah, yeah we've directly, seen we've yeah. we've seen where a number of people go through the system and don't say boo. Yeah. Yep. And the one guy finally says, there's something wrong here. It's pretty you know? rare for someone to say something. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, Someone eventually it. does, though. I get it. When there's something wrong. I mean, you know, we don't... Uh, the, the, the thing is, it's the, the, the people who are exhibiting really don't need to hear what everybody thinks of all the time. You know, no, that, that isn't what they're looking for. And I think that's where people are confusing it. It's not that you're telling people, this is what I think about it, what it sounds like. Because right. hmm. the people working at booth already know what it sounds yeah. like, hopefully. Well, probably. <laughs> they don't, they, you know, and, but what you're saying is, something's wrong here. 
you know, you're, it's obvious. It's like it's yep. it's, it's glaring. And well, that's a tube kind of failure that's, is pretty. That, that's always pretty nice glaring, to tell yeah. people that stuff. You know <laughs> what I mean? But, but it happens to everybody. But, yeah. So it's trouble. You really got to be careful. If you hear it from one system, one booth, one time, how do you know if it was a bad showing? Right. Averaging. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's the safest bet for like a positive or a negative. A lot of people do that before they spend the money. They'll hear something at a show and they'll really like it. Yep. They won't buy it. So now they're reading on it. They're seeing what other people think, other people think, other people think, right? Over time. And maybe, maybe they find another place that has it. Maybe it's a, maybe they find a, they look up the brand and they find a local store that might have something like it or they could borrow somewhere or get it on trial. You know, that then they verify, right? They're verifying sure. what they thought they heard or didn't hear. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to go, too, before you drop your long coin on this thing. Yeah, but, it's really nice to know you're going to like it. Yep. I would always encourage somebody to do that. If you can. Yeah. It's for some reason like a bad word to say in the industry that you should try to actually like the product before you buy it. But <laughs> oh. I think you it should. Helps. It certainly helps. Well, we did run into one guy that was at New York Can Jam this year and Chicago. And he's like, uh, he heard a Diana TC on something there. And he said he didn't like it. And he told everybody he didn't like it. Mm. Yep. And then he heard it at our booth. And he's like, oh, I was wrong. Mm. <laughs> I right. like it now. Right. <laughs> so. Right. Because of the way the product was presented, the yeah. gear it was on, it, you know, whether it was properly powered, there's a lot of factors. You yeah. know, us being the manufacturer of the headphone, we just kind of already know that. Well, you've heard we see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. And, but if you give your headphone to another, someone that makes amps or whatever, you know, they may not take the same care in setting it up. Or, or that may be the best they got to offer, and it's sure. the way it sure. it's on that headphone. And you're not you do, do see that, actually. Yeah. We've seen that quite a few times. We have a very demanding headphone, so, of course... We probably see more issues with low power than other people, you know, an amp that it doesn't really have enough drive. And commonly we have amp manufacturers that ask us to borrow a headphone at a show or in advance to say, hey, can you bring an extra one for me for, for me to show it with my new amp? And they have a misunderstanding of how much power you could need for a very demanding headphone. Yeah, they heard that our headphone's really good, so they figured it'd be good to, yeah. to show off So their, they think, the well, I have a really good amp. Yeah. I'll bring this really good headphone that other people like, yeah. and then it'll be a perfect pairing. But they don't know anything about the headphone. Right. They just know something They've about never the amp, used right? It. So they, then you put it together, and they don't really even try it oftentimes. They just put it out in front of people, and people get a bad showing. So people are going there doing the power test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they crank the volume, and like, well, this like, doesn't help. It's volume. It's still not loud enough. Yeah. This amp sucks. <laughs> so it actually doesn't help anybody at no, that point. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, bad, bad, match, bad match is the bottom right. line. You, know? you hope. People at shows have the experience to know what pairs well together because a bad showing really doesn't help anybody. Well, the reality is that amps like that, well, I mean, let's say you're at the top of the volume range, probably at a home setting, probably more than adequate. But at a show setting, because you're turning yeah, it up a little higher, higher because it's so loud there, you don't even realize how loud it is. You yeah. don't. Really, you don't. You really don't. Well, until you, you put s- on some noise-canceling headphones, you're like, oh. Well, that's true. If you <laughs> yeah. had them with you, right, it's like, right. oh, this is loud. <laughs> and it's like 85 dB in these rooms. It's pretty loud. So, you know, bottom line is, yeah, you know, you'd be surprised how loud these things really are when you get them home. And you probably wouldn't even be playing that loud. But anyway, yep. yeah. But these are things, things, things you have to consider. Things to think about. Yeah, when you go and try something for the first time with zero knowledge on it other than, I hope it's good. Mm. Yeah. Because everyone hopes that you hope it's good. Mm. <laughs> but if it's bad, don't necessarily guarantee that it's always bad. Right, right. There that's could a be difficult s- one. There could be something going on there, yeah. It's pretty hard to get a good showing with something that's bad. It's probably a bad, most of the time. You can time get a bad showing with anything. Oh, totally. It's easy. <laughs> anything. Yeah. We could walk around with a headphone, 
and get 50 bad showings. Sure. You can do those with anybody's <laughs> it's headphones. Real simple. Right? Anybody's amp, you headphone know? stuff, it's easy. Yeah. Well, that is the thing you see a lot. Other, uh, uh, not other, but amp manufacturers coming to us wanting to just try our headphones because yeah. they came out with a new amp and they want to see if it works. Well, because people are asking them, well, yeah, right. It's like, well, I don't know. I never tried it. People tend to use... Uh, I think us and the Cesvara's litmus test is that if you have enough power, because if you right. get power if one of those that, headphones, good, yeah. a 1266 then you're or that, fine. yeah, I don't yeah. think you're going to be worried about power. You still have a problem with whether it's going to sound good or not. And sure. that's a whole different issue altogether that people need to consider. It's not just about the power or raw volume. It's about Power is one of the smallest factors. For the most part. Once you get enough of it, right now, yeah. everything else is a problem. Yeah. Plenty of amps now have way more power than you need. Yeah. It's just a question of everything else. How they sound. So anyway, that's the beauty of these shows. You get to play with stuff. I hope you guys get to go there, enjoy yourselves, have fun, be cool. Thank you for watching. Thumbs us up. Take care. And don't forget to subscribe. we got more stuff coming.